1: What's up? And welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Gettys, and I'm joined by Forbes 30 Under 30 blessing Eddie Oye Jr.
2: What's up, Forbes 30 Under 30? Tim Gettys. Oh,
1: I love it. I love your sweater. Look at that. Thank you. Five crewneck. Yeah, yeah. Had to, to rip Sony today.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Power to the players. Power to uh, the players. That's that's not them. That's not them. No, uh, that's we the, have.
2: That isn't them. <laughs> Holy cow! No, that is GameStop.
1: Close we enough. have. <laughs> it's Christmas in December, Joey Noel.
0: It's my month, everybody. It's going to be a great month.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And rounding out the group, we have the one and only Big Cab Doc.
3: I have so many things to say about this.
1: Yeah, we're not <laughs> going to say them all, though, because I want to make it clear right now. This is a spoiler free review of spider-man no way home it's been a very long journey to get to this movie but we are finally here uh i was lucky enough to go to the actual world premiere shout out to the homie at Webheaded hero uh for getting me invited to that everyone go check him out on tiktok and instagram because he is amazing uh i had a blast i'll tell the whole story on the kind of funny podcast coming up uh but then the next day these three beautiful people got to go to an early press screening to to see it so now we decided we're gonna get together it's similar to what we did for the shang chi uh the kind of like spoiler free review that me and Joey did when we got to see it early, it'll be spoiler free. And then the full spoilers will be of course in, in review that'll be coming out later this week. Now I'm saying a lot of words here just to prep what this conversation is. We're going to try to keep things as vague as possible. We do not want to ruin things in this movie. Having said that, if we are this close and you are like, I am just at maximum hype. You don't need to watch this. You can come back later and, and just if you want to be extra, extra, extra safe. But trust me, we are not trying to ruin anything for you. Of course, you can get the show on YouTube.com slash Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. Of course, we review a bunch of movies and TV shows, including the Disney Plus Marvel shows like Hawkeye. So later today even we're going to be putting out our hawkeye episode five review what a time to be alive and to be a marvel fan so without all of that out of the way blessing i want to start with you spoiler free Mm -hmm. what did you think of spider-man no way home
2: i can't say enough good things about this movie i am blown away by how much they nailed it um this as a I, this this as a third movie in the, in the in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, I feel like does such a good job in terms of what my personal complaints have been with some of the Tom Holland movies, which have been, oh man, they feel like they're too tied to the MCU. Oh man, they don't feel like Spider-Man-ass Spider-Man movies. This movie feels like a Spider-Man movie in all the great ways, while also do, doing the thing of being very tied to the MCU, especially through Doctor Strange. And I think that is actually, it, it's brought it full circle in a way where Sp- Tom Holland Spider Man one right Spider Man Homecoming was very much like him and Tony Stark Spider Man two was him and Samuel L. Jackson uh, uh, uh Commander Fury or detect not Detective Nick Fury. Fury Nick Fury thank you and then this one is like him him uh, in a story through Doctor Strange I think that really added a flavor to this movie that really worked and everything about this movie that was MCU worked everything about this movie that was Spider Man worked as well in a way that made this feel like a very strong peter parker story and a very strong spider-man story i think this is my favorite spider-man movie which is a yeah like i I think this is the best spider-man movie i think this is one of the best marvel movies like marvel mcu movies and marvel movies period it feels like such a good uh it's it's such a good like wrap-up of spider-man of tom holland spider-man but then also a good looking back at pretty much all the spider-man movies i can't believe how good Green Goblin is in this movie. I can't believe how good uh, Doc Ock is in this movie. I can't believe how much they nailed those aspects of bringing back the villains and having them interact in ways, in in all the ways that we'd want them to interact. Anything that we have a question about, I feel like they they, they give a good answer for. And I just loved every single dynamic. And again, I can't stress enough how fucking good Green Goblin is. Green Goblin blew me away to the point where I think Green Goblin is now my favorite cinematic uh, Spider-Man villain and i did not love green goblin that much in spider-man 1. i thought he was fine. i thought he was cool. this movie made green goblin my my favorite spider-man villain in the movies by far. wow, okay. joey. so
0: i am like a, a peter parker spider-man not usually my my mcu superhero of choice. Um, to the point where, like, up until this week, I hadn't even seen all of the Spider-Man movies, um, just in general. And so I was, I know, I know it. So Peter Parker,
1: which, which ones had, have you seen up until last week?
0: Up until last week, I had seen all of the Holland ones plus the first two Toby ones. So okay. I have now completed my full roster of Spider-Man. I was like, I, I have, to, I have to have better knowledge of Peter Parker going into this. So I watched them all. I needed to know all the villains. Uh so watching this I was like, man, doing nailing all parts of a trilogy I feel like is so hard and this might be I feel like the best trilogy in the MCU. Like I know that's going up against a lot of heavy hitters of MCU movies, but it was just so fun. You get so many the villains blessing nailed like I feel like it's hard to bring in characters that people know and give them kind of like a fresh take and some like character development. So they're a little bit more fleshed out, but they really did that. Like Doc Ock is really fun in a, the way that they uh, all interact. They're not necessarily all fleshed out the same way uh, in terms of like, there's some favorites in there. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> there, there are
2: some villains that definitely get more shine than other villains, but I also think they play to the strengths of, like, our connection to those. Like, we love Green Goblin. They know which ones off. to
0: focus on. Yeah, this, exactly. So I'll give them that. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, they're just super, super fun. I think a lot of, you get a lot of fun group dynamics of, like, the comedy in this one hit for me on almost, I think there's maybe one thing where I was like, oh, that didn't quite hit. But, like, I feel like the comedy for this was really good. You get really fun group dynamics with Zendaya and Jacob Batalon. Like, it just, it feels just super tight. There's like no bloat to this movie everything that's in it feels very intentional and moving things forward and like i was a little bit worried when i saw how long it was i was like oh this is long and stuff like that but like everything they use every minute to make you just like locked in on what's happening i had so much fun and i can't wait to
3: see it again yes uh, real quick, let me just do a quick aside, because it was the first time we ever went to this uh, movie theater, the oh, CVG, yeah. Oh yeah. and let me tell you, man, they spared no expense, that place looks beautiful, the seats weren't like recliner ones, but they were very comfy for the ones they were in, like, really, really spacious, so I'm really blown away at how that movie theater came together. Did you guys see it uh, in IMAX? No. We did not. Mm. Damn. I yeah. guess we're just all gonna have to go again in IMAX. <laughs> Dang it, <laughs> oh, man! Um, so yeah, shout outs to, to the theater. It, like, it sucks that it's probably only gonna be there for another like two years. That place <laughs> seems like it's incredibly empty. Uh, but now to talk about the movie, uh, wow! Like, I feel like I had, I had no idea like what what it, what they were gonna do with the story, and um, but like I had high expectations, and somehow they went so far above what I was, like, hoping for or, like, what I thought could be done. Like, it's in... Like, the MCU is insane. The way that, like, I hope that it stays in whose ever creative hands it's in right now because it's, like, if they can keep doing this for a long time, that would be dope. I'd really appreciate it. Like, I was a little worried about this movie and then watching it, like, I was grinning the entire time. My emotions were all over the place. They hit some beautiful moments that we are expecting that hits a lot of moments that we weren't expecting. Um, th- there was character growth for characters that we didn't expect to see, uh, you know, ever again. And um, I, I'm just utterly blown away at how good the pacing was, how good the comedy was, how, like, dramatic and real certain moments get. And, uh, like... It took me on a roller coaster I honestly didn't expect a Spider-Man movie to take me. Not Dude, that I, I not I mean, liked
2: all the other ones. Uh-huh. Talking about I mean, talking about the roller coaster, and you mentioned how funny this movie is, one of the quotes that came out from – it was either PR or one of the actors. They mentioned how this was like one of the darkest Spider-Man – or it was the darkest Spider-Man Tom Holland film. And there were legit moments in this movie where I I was like bawling. And then like crying, or not crying, but bawling, but and also laughing at the same time. Because one scene would be so sad and so dramatic. And then the next scene, they're doing something hilarious. I've never Classic had that RC. during a film before. <laughs> before where like, I'm like, I have tears in my eyes, but I'm also cracking up because the movie is that funny.
1: Kev, do you have any more to say?
3: The only only issue I have with this movie, um, I, I feel like I, the, I wasn't a fan of either of the post credit scenes. Or mid and post, uh, they did something they haven't done. Maybe they haven't done before. Or it, I just didn't. Dip. They have. Oh, they have. Okay. I, but Mind I it. I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of that. I feel like um, uh, I I I just love post credit scenes, and I feel like in like as time goes on, like I'm not gonna enjoy these as much. <laughs>
1: Jumping off right there for me. I am on the complete opposite side. I don't think I've been this excited you for either
3: post-credit <laughs>
1: post-credit scenes. I think that both of them blew me away and were things that I one of them, I'm like, I'm not even gonna get into deals. Doesn't matter. I fucking love them and I think that they are incredibly hype and they're gonna be some amazing theater moments that people are gonna be talking about for a very long time. Uh just like this movie. This movie they nailed it, they delivered, they somehow pulled it off, they pulled it together, they made it work both as a celebration of the Spider-Man 20 years of movies what that we see all these villains coming back that we've known for literally 20 years over now three different franchises and to see what the MCU's done, I don't need to get in all the details you guys already know, but the way that MCU has kind of made franchises work within a major franchise and even franchise within the Avengers, within the MCU, and now adding the villains and stuff from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man and the, to the Sam Raimi movies, um, having all of them kind of work together is such a tall order. And I I really think that John Watts and the team, um, they, they found the right. Touchstones to make it work uh, for all of that crazy celebration side but also make it work as both a, a standalone film where you can watch this and I think that it, it works where the plot from the beginning to end they they really make it make sense for viewers um, and I think that in some ways that uh, is what less is, is most of the criticisms I have of the movie is dialogue that makes it a better standalone film that is necessary to over explain things to people that didn't just do a rewatch of all these movies going in so i can kind of like give them the pass for that because i think that years later when we're watching it when we're not in this hype machine going in it's going to actually be an even stronger better movie than i feel it is now which is a great thing to say um but i really do think that the third pillar is this is a fantastic end to this trilogy they really brought the home trilogy home with it all and um you guys saying that it, it might be one of the the best trilogies like i didn't think of it that way but i do think that it is the strongest um in terms of through line narrative from a b to c where it totally tells a story of tom holland spider-man and his supporting cast like aunt may shines in this movie in a way yeah. that she has never shined in any of the live-action movies like she's a real character happy is awesome and it again this feels like a great this This trilogy feels like a sequel to the Iron Man trilogy, and I love that um, with the the kind of supporting cast and then the Friends of Spider-Man uh, are best in this movie that they, they've been so far. And I, you really kind of love to see it. So all of that combined, it's like, damn, they did it. This is an extremely special moment. I This is a movie that I can't wait to watch in theaters as many times as I possibly can in as many different formats to get any different experience. Like, I, I'm going to watch this movie at least three times in theaters. And the two and a half hour runtime is not going to dissuade me at all because like Joey said, it just goes and goes and goes. And the roller coaster, there are tears, there are cheers. You're going to get it all. Uh, The theater was losing its mind. And granted, I was at the premiere, but I expect that it's going to be even crazier for the general public that might not know all the intricacies and, and have their theories and stuff. And as somebody that's been theorizing about this movie that's looked at every poster and dissected every little frame of things released, I was genuinely surprised and in a positive way. I feel like the amount of answers they had to questions that I was asking, I'm like, whoa. You, you, you did it and it, it kind of was just served on a beautiful platter and I, it was like hit hey, tim this is for you and all the things the worries that i had that again i'm gonna be vague about this but if you've been listening to me i'm kind of funny a long time i was like i had a couple things i'm like what i really want to see from this movie is x y and z x y and z were delivered to me and i can't fucking believe it having said that i do think that this this is spider-man end game uh in every single way, where, it almost functions less as a movie and more as a like amazing excuse to make things happen and that's not a complaint because the MCU has proven that it can do so many different things well um but in the way that Endgame was a celebration of 10 plus years of MCU and movies and setup and all that stuff and it kind of allowed us to go back and have these moments uh with references and and payoffs to a lot of things set up in other movies that when we went back to Dark World it was like that might have been one of the worst movies ever but endgame made it cool i feel like this movie had a little bit heavier lifting because of the baggage of the spider-man movies with the villains specifically so it's a little bit more of a struggle to have it work by itself because there's a lot more dark worlds in spider-man you know what i mean (laughs) uh but they they really did the best they fucking possibly could have and um it's it's very very hard to not be extremely extremely stoked about this movie and uh i i I can't wait to see people react to this and and talk about this because it is – it's special and, and they did it. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Of course, anybody that listens to this show knows that I absolutely love Me Undies, and you will rarely see me not wearing multiple articles of Me Undies clothing at any given time. Even right now, I got the shirt, I got the lounge pants, I got the undies, and I got the socks because I love covering myself in that soft, micro modal fabric. You can get your festive on with a new Me Undies holiday collection featuring classic plaids you know and love and sweater inspired prints that will quickly become favorites. They're Undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of soft breathable stretchy fabrics that are ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones and a cup of hot cocoa you can get the family photo you've always dreamed of with matching pj sets they're available in sizes extra small through 4xl and miandes has a little something for everyone on your list Miyadis has a great offer for you first-time purchasers can get 15 off and free shipping your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Next up, shout out to Trade Coffee. Whether you're a coffee nerd or a coffee newbie, you need to hear about Trade Coffee. They want to make every cup of coffee your best ever. Trade matches you to a selection of their over 400 craft coffees, all based on how you answer their coffee quiz. They consider whether you like French press, auto brew, or even cold brew and pair you with the perfect choice. And if you don't love it, they'll replace it with a different bag for free. Trade Coffee is awesome. It's really fun to do the quiz and, you know, just kind of learn a little bit more about the wild, and world of coffee that's out there for you guys right now trade is offering your first bag free and $5 off your bundle at checkout to get yours go to drinktrade.com slash kind of funny and use promo code kind of funny take the quiz to start your journey to the perfect cup that's d-r-i-n-k-t-r-a-d-e dot com slash kind of funny promo code kind of funny for your first bag free and $5 off your bundle and this holiday season give the coffee lover in your life the gift of better coffee too. again That's drinktrade.com slash kind of funny promo code kind of funny. Next up, shout out to Audible. This episode is sponsored by Audible and I bet you have discerning taste and you're always looking for something new to listen to. Well, you should check out Andy Weir's Project Hail Mary on Audible. It's an interstellar science-based thriller from the best-selling author of The Martian that's skillfully performed by Ray Porter who brings the already gripping tale to life with vibrant and witty narration. In it, a lone astronaut must save the Earth from disaster in an epic tale of discovery, speculation, and survival. It's part scientific mystery, part intergalactic journey, and all edge-of-your-seat entertainment. This Audible Studios production of Project Hail Mary is a number one New York Times audio bestseller and continues to top Audible's bestseller charts and garner rave listener reviews. You don't want to miss this. Listeners are already calling it. It's the highest order of geekgasm metal. Uh, you can go to audible.com slash project Hail Mary and listen now. That's audibl dot com slash project Hail Mary. finally shout out to hbo max tis the season to discover exclusive originals addictive series and award-winning performances and you can get into the holiday spirit with max originals like 8-bit christmas a stop motion animation extravaganza or if classics are more your speed they have you covered there too with elf miracle on 34th street the polar express gremlins Of course, that's a Christmas movie. And if you haven't seen it in a while, it's hilarious. So go check it out. Who could have forgot everyone's favorite, A Christmas Story? HBO Max is the streaming home of over 13,000 hours of addictive series, blockbuster movies, and exclusive originals. Turn binge-worthy watching new favorites into your next holiday tradition. Uh, You guys... I've been loving HBO Max. I've been loving it a lot. There's so much fun stuff to watch, whether it's reality shows like F-Boy Island or the upcoming Matrix Revolutions. Get hyped. I can't wait to see it. Visit hbo.ax slash KFDEC to start streaming on your favorite devices today. That's hbo.ax slash KFDEC to start streaming on your favorite devices today. It's a kind of funny December. KFDEC. Check it out.
2: I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of like this being the, the the end game for Spider-Man. And I think one thing that I really do love about this movie is that it does such a good job standing alone as well. Like th- this being... Tom Holland's story, even though he has these villains from these other movies coming in and, and all this all the stuff happening around him. Like, I, I had a lot of worries, too, going into this, watching the trailers and going, ah, oh, there's something about these trailers that feel off. Oh, man, these villains that they're bringing in from these other universes, like, how are they going to explain them? How are they going to treat all these villains well? Because we've had the thing where we've had Spider-Man movies that have had too many villains, right? We talk all about how Spider-Man 3 had too many villains. This movie had the same uh, task ahead of it, and the way that it tackled that... Um, In a way that made it feel Endgame like in terms of you know doc ock is here green goblin's here uh is here uh uh electro uh, electro and they're all interacting with each other in a way that we never thought they would even though all of that stuff is happening on a very big like you know fanboy level for us where you watch and we go oh my god i can't believe this is happening still tom holland's story i think for me, my favorite Tom Holland story, or Tom Holland's Sp- Peter Parker Spider-Man story, uh, in this trilogy, like I think he got so much progression in this movie, and all those core Spider-Man characters from this trilogy got so much progression, and um, in the in the way that like, going back to like critique of man, this feels very tied to the MCU. Okay, well that's fine because this is a different Spider-Man. This is the one that made me go, oh man, th- this guy is my Spider-Man now. In a way where it's like I think this movie is going to be. when we look back at it in like 10 years from now, the most iconic Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man two, like, I think this movie has elevated to that level of no, this is the, like, this is the quintessential Spider-Man movie. Now
1: I will say the way this movie ends is simply unbelievable. Like it is, it it is 10 out of 10. And it is like, I just, I could not have even thought that they would come close to pulling off what they pulled off where I didn't like, here's the thing. How the (laughs) fuck did we just watch this movie? And because of how it ends, I'm even more excited for the next Spider-Man movie than mm-hmm. I am for this. Like, that to me is like, yo, yeah, you pulled wow. it off. You pulled yeah. it off because it is. Boom.
2: Also, shout out to the fight choreography. I was blown away in a lot of the fight scenes. There's like a... It, Spider-Man, I think, tends to have a it, like a very acrobatic, fast-paced, flying all over the place fight style in all of his movies because he's Spider-Man, right? And, like that's how he's supposed to be. There are quite a few fight scenes in this movie where shit feels personal and shit yeah. feels real and very like visceral. it's a very visceral violence it, just, it, it's, it feels so different from the spider-man fight choreography in the past where it's like bro like people are like i'm, I'm not gonna say much because i don't want to give too much away but like people are fucking like getting like slammed <laughs> people are like throwing haymakers like people are fighting and again going back to this feel, th- this is the darkest tom holland spider-man movie that there's been like yeah like that it, it, in the way that it's shot and in the way that you know, like villain intentions, like all this shit plays out. If if it does this trilogy and it does Spider Man, period, I think so much justice in a way where I've never felt like there were stakes in Spider Man One. I never felt like there were stakes in in uh, this Spider Man Homecoming. I mean, in Spider Man Far From Home. This movie, I think from the get go, I was like, yeah, I feel the stakes, and throughout the movie, I felt the stakes. Like if this, this feels like a a a real ass Spider Man movie in a way that uh like amazing spider-man those movies felt like they're trying to be dark and gritty but like and those movies had stakes as well but I, I those movies also were missing like a lot of the heart and a lot of the comedy and a lot of the stuff that made spider-man spider-man right tome maguire's spider-man movies i think for me missed a lot of like the um i guess like the polish in the tlc that could have that, that could have made those movies even more incredible this movie, I feel like, hit every single thing that you want out of a, out of a Spider-Man movie. Uh, and so I'm with you, Tim. I, can't, I cannot wait to watch it again in theater. I'm going to watch it at least like three times.
1: Yeah. Spe- speaking of uh, the, the fight stuff, just a fun little Easter egg for people to look out for. Tom Holland, in an interview uh, last week, was saying, uh, someone was asking him, have you played the PS4 Spider-Man game? And he was like talking about, yeah, I love it, whatever. And they're like, is there anything from the game that might be in the movie? And I'm not going to spoil if, if certain things are. But one thing he said to look out for, is like, there's one move that spider-man does and we 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 did it in the in the the movie and it's really awesome and when i saw it i lost my shit and y'all <laughs> yeah. are gonna fucking know exactly what it is it is so cool and it is an oh damn moment and they they pull it off very very well uh to touch on mm-hmm. me real quick because i i want to say this uh bless you saying that you think that green goblin's your favorite villain in this i think that as an ensemble the villains are, are very well treated for the most part i do have a lot of questions i can't wait to watch it again because mm. i feel like most of the questions I have will be answered by like paying attention to dialogue and kind of knowing the direction things are going will allow me to make more sense of it. Um but I I do think that this movie doesn't necessarily have its Vulture moment. Like it doesn't uh, for for the villains. Like I still think Vulture is a superior Spider-Man oh, villain. Man. Uh, I and I think Mysterio's better too as well.
2: Oh, I can't mm. wait to uh, yeah. I am not gonna be on the spoiler cast, but I'm gonna talk to you later, I guess, about it because I I have, I have like my you can definitely come yeah. I'll it like, on my chime, I chime in, because like, I, I got a pushback on that.
1: Yeah, so it's it's mm. it's going to be fun. There's a lot to talk about this movie, and that's the thing. There is a lot to spoil about this movie. There mm. are so many things that are spoilers. So many. I don't think a movie has ever had this many spoilable things. Like, Endgame lot, is, yeah. is the only other thing, right? you know, in Endgame where it's like, and, the, and then Cat picked up Mjolnir, and then there was the portals, and then they went back to 2012, and then all that stuff, it's like, you literally could do that for this movie, yeah. and it's like, like me, me and my boy. After we uh, left uh, the, the 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 movie, of course, we went out and talked for fucking hours about it. <laughs> and um, we're just like, yeah, the, you know, the first forty five minutes. It, I guess it wasn't as good as the the rest, just because of what's happening and all that stuff. And and then it was like, okay, what happened the first forty five minutes? And it was like, yo.
2: What the fuck! This movie's insane. Like, this yeah, so first forty-five weird. minutes is incredible. The <laughs> it's way it's incredible. shot, like yeah. the way yeah. it's shot alone, is so good because yeah. it feels if, if from the get-go they establish that hey, no, this is a different. It, it's this. It's this. It's in the same trilogy, but it's different, right? We're establishing this stylistically as like doing its own thing from the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. And again, I think every the, every single way they treat it, from choreography to shooting to character dialogue to the banter, to, to the back and forth relationships between different characters, how characters react to seeing other characters. Oh my God. It's fucking dope. It's oh. fucking dope. <laughs> and Michael Giacchino. Giacchino,
0: excuse me. Oh yeah. yeah she's like,
1: he went fucking hard. off, man. And and the thing is one of the, the biggest things I, I've always said is like the MCU Spider-Man theme is so damn good, but we haven't had it hit yet. And it hits so incredibly hard in this damn movie and the the credits music they use you know how the the first movie first movie had um uh blitzkrieg bought by the ramones second movie had vacation the one this movie uses i'm just like (laughs) y'all didn't need to do this to me man like it feels like a personal gift to me like these motherfuckers (laughs) man thank you thank you sony (laughs)
3: I was so, like, enthralled with the story that, like, I don't know that I listened, like, enjoyed any of the <laughs> musical aspects of it. I, I At the end, the credits definitely, and when his name pops, I was like, oh, shit. But, like, that is one thing I'm very excited to, like, go rewatch and, like, not just be so, like, taken by, like, the video or, you know, the story aspect of it. And I'll try to, like, take in some of the, the, the surrounding stuff.
0: And he's taking over for uh, Doctor Strange, I think, too, right? Giacchino? I think that oh, just got announced. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, I mean, his he already proved in this that he can do the Doctor Strange score extremely well, because yeah. uh, the strange music in this is phenomenal oh i can't believe
0: we went this whole review and we didn't really talk about Doctor there's so
1: much to talk about but we're gonna be talking (laughs) about this movie for a very very long time to come uh like i said i'm gonna talk more about the premiere experience on the kind of funny podcast we got in review which will be our last piece of kind of funny content uh going up this year on the kind of funny prime channel so very fun check that out a little uh sneak peek the last piece of gaming content that's going up this year will be what blessing
2: It'll be the Blessing Show, so look out for that.
1: Yeah, love it. Are we
2: going to talk about some Game of the Year stuff? You'll have to tune in to see.
1: You will. You will. (laughs) Let us know in the comments below how excited you are in the final moments before you go see Spider-Man No Way Home. And until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.